Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How would you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset, and that's when you can reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. Look, it's summertime. Transfer window is coming up. It's gonna get crazy. So if you ever just wanna, again, take a step back and relax, read the transfer rounds, read the gossip rumors, grab a Coors Light. It'll be perfect companion for all those transfer merry-go-rounds. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when the beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Now that it's finally hot in Minnesota, I'm gonna be looking for an easy beer to drink, and Coors Light is perfect for that. It's lagered, it's cold filtered, and it's cold packaged. It's, again, made to chill. It's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies perfect for a moment to unwind and so when you want to hit reset reach for the beer that's made to chill get coors light in the new look delivered straight to your door with drizzly or instacart coors brewing company golden colorado and as always celebrate all right so you're listening to this podcast right now london is blue and guess what we host our podcast on anchor.fm that's right if you're looking to host your own podcast this is the easiest free way to get started. This has got a content creation tool allows you to record and the podcast right from a phone. That's right, don't even need a computer, but you can do it there too. They'll also help you distribute it, which is probably the most challenging part. You don't want to have to mess with that. They got you covered. You can get it right on a Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well as any other place podcasts are found. And you know what? You can monetize it too. Make a little cash for sharing your great content with the world. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one individual place. So you know what? Head over to your app store, download the Anchor app, or head to anchor.fm to get started if you're ready to launch your podcast and make it happen. Hi, this is Ruben off the cheek This is William. I'm Mason Mount. You're listening to the London is Blue podcast. All right, Chelsea fans, welcome back to one of my favorite type of podcasts that we do here. Myself, Brandon, with Dan and Nick. This, let's see, Dan, is, is what we like to call a preview pod but not for a match oh no no this is the london trip preview podcast is a podcast which we try to just outline for our listeners nick the escapades that we'll get up to the matches we're going to see some thoughts about what we're looking for ahead of another trip to london and also an opportunity to guess just how many years you're going to take off your life with the liver damage you're going to do with your uh, your alcohol consumption and remember just my alcohol consumption <laughs> nobody else on this show drinks so that's... you consume for the group and yeah, remember yeah. drink responsibly yeah so uh so yeah i mean i, I think general shenanigans will will occur uh, very excited about the shenanigans. Very excited to see some of our friends who who live in London and who are going to be around to to hang out. And very excited, Brandon, for the football, uh, as that is the primary, secondary, and third reason that we are going tertiary. But yeah, we'll run with that. Sure. Um, so we will be uh, going to be talking about some matches that we'll be in attendance for. Uh, we'll be talking about some specifics of them. And then we'll do a little preview of a day trip we might or might not, but definitely are taking inside <laughs> of Europe to a very special place in Chelsea's history. Uh, so real quick, let's just jump into the preview side. So uh, we are heading out. We will be in London from the 21st to the 29th of September, which means we will get to see the Liverpool match. 
We will get to see the Grinsby Town Carabao Cup match, and we will get to see the Brighton match. Jam-packed schedule, Nick. Yes, it will be. It'll be uh, fast and furious for sure. Um, you know, obviously being there for Liverpool, Dan, is going to be something really special, um, and you know, something that we kind of targeted um, when the when the schedule was announced. Um, and look, I mean, given kind of the state of affairs, you know, it it may not be. Um, you know, as as easy of a match <laughs> as as maybe Brighton might be or something, but uh, but the atmosphere in there is just going to be insane. Well, it's Chelsea preventing the end of days again by making sure that we beat Liverpool, prevent them from winning the title, and probably have to go on to win it ourselves because we don't need Spurs doing it either. So yeah, just a, another opportunity to see Chelsea do a madness in person. How can you pass it down? Turn it down. You really can't, obviously. Um, so some of the events we'll be doing while we're in London is obviously we will be at the Atlas on the evening of September 21st. Um, all are welcome. And then we've got the Cock Tavern. Before all the matches, we will obviously always be at the Cock Tavern with Chidge and the gang. Um, and then obviously while we're there, feel free to tweet or message us at London Blue Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and we will definitely try to connect with as many people and we'll we'll be doing updates. So for all of you stateside, apologize that we post a lot of updates of where we are and where we're going. It's not bragging. It's not a bragging session. It's literally trying functional. to connect. It's yeah, it's it's just scheduling at its best. Um and then that's pretty much it. There's nothing to celebrate, nothing to no. <laughs> think about giving special mention to. No, it's just getting the matches, right? I'm sure. There's, Friday there's the twenty seventh. There's another bullet down there if you wanted to read that. A bullet be, bourbon? Um, sure. That'd be it nice. will be Nick's birthday while we're there. I think Huzzah. this is why he planned it. <laughs> I can't yes. confirm. Um, but we'll be going out for dinner and having a, a good little time celebrating Nick's 62nd birthday. <laughs> well, well the, all the gray hairs would lead you to believe that I am indeed <laughs> 62 years old. But, um, yeah, very excited about that. Uh, it's cool to spend your birthday in a... A wonderful place, uh, one of my favorite places in the world. So, yeah, uh, excited to see what Dan has concocted for a reservation, um, and and see where we go from there. So, yeah, cool, and uh, I appreciate all the love uh, from from all of our uh, friends over there. Yeah, if you like uh, experimental Ethiopian tasting menus, then you're in for a treat, Nicholas. Yes, <laughs> boom. Uh, I can only imagine there will be the obligatory stop at the wonderful cigar shop just uh, a block away from Stanford Bridge. Yeah. I mean, I'm 62. I don't have that much time left, so you know, it's time <laughs> right. to live it up. All right. So Liverpool match, Dan. Uh, really, as as usual, it's up to Chelsea to help decide the league title. And as Norwich beat City recently, uh, Liverpool seemed to kind of be in the driving seat a little bit. So... Um, how much does the Super Cup still sting and the loss at the end of the season at Anfield 2 nothing? I mean, we've got a chance for redemption and excitement now. Yeah, and we saw that we were, you know, we really drew a match versus Liverpool. I don't, you know, you say we you know, we lost. I think it was a unfortunate, just constructed the type of match that it was, that it was on penalties that we had to give the, hand the trophy over. But ultimately, I would say is that, you know, this this is a defining moment match for us. You know, I think um, similar again to see Tottenham play at the bridge. Uh, I've had a chance to see Arsenal play at the bridge and, and lose in hilarious fashion, which was wonderful. 
getting to to go watch us beat up on Liverpool, um, destroy their dreams, be the the bearer of everything bad and awful upon them is going to be magnificent. So I think it will only sting is if, if we can't find a way forward. And if we do adapt to this uh, three at the back, really more defensive solidity, get the players like N'Golo Conte back on the side before then, Nick, I, I think we've got every shot of making this extremely difficult for Liverpool. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to part one of, of this, this week and you'll know the, the back, the back five, the back three specifically, you know, could be a thing. Could be a thing that we we do. You know, I think in previous matches against Liverpool, the the game is won and lost in the midfield, and you just pray to God that N'Golo Conte is healthy, actually healthy, not like fake healthy, like he's been for the Super Cup and for the Europa League final, and and that he's able to to really dominate because he is he's a world class player. He's a difference maker, um, and you know, I think that could be a, a massive thing for that match. I mean, we all kind of know about the injuries that we have mounting up. So it's it's possible, Brandon, that we see, you know, a little bit of a different approach than maybe we saw in the Super Cup and, and get the the speed on the counter and, and really just make it happen. Right. And, you know, we while we've gotten to, you know, see Chelsea play last season under Maurizio, it's almost like a whole new team. And the irony is that, we had a transfer ban, <laughs> you know, and so I, you know, it'd be interesting to kind of run around the circle real quick and say who you're most excited to see. Again, ironically, because they're technically not new players. Um, you know, while it'd be easy for me to continue to say Keppa, my 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 love, my goalkeeper union friend, uh, I am actually really excited to to see Tammy play personally. Um, he has been on fire, but most importantly, the striker position is so important, obviously, you know, to Chelsea and to every team. I just want to see how he plays. I mean, he's scored a a wide variety of goals and he's done it against championship teams and now Premier League teams as well. Uh, I'm just really excited to see, you know, the tactical side that you don't always get to see from them of his movement his awareness, kind of the runs he makes and things. I'm most excited about Tammy. Dan, I know you have a an alternative option that you're excited for. Yeah, but but for similar reasons, it's about what you don't get to see on a television broadcast where you can really scan the entirety of the pitch and I think getting to see Mason Mount, Mason Mountain in person and watching kind of the off the ball work that he gets a chance to do is going to be really exciting. And I think he offers a lot in terms of defensive responsibility and kind of consistent pressing, really helping bring the idea of what Frank wants to do alive on the pitch. And I think it's easy maybe to overlook some of those things in a broadcast. And so, Nick, I'm pretty excited to see those in person. But uh, I'm curious where you land. I mean, there, there are <clears throat> two that I look at that are not the, the two that you guys mentioned, although I mean, those are the two kind of hot hands right now that you would play. Uh, when thinking back to the Super Cup, you know, two of the standout performances were Mateo Kovacic and Christian Pulisic. Um, Kovacic obviously somehow recovered in a week from an Achilles injury um, on international duty and then played, you know, I think really well for, you know, about 79, 80 minutes yesterday. Um, Then, you know, thinking about Pulisic, he gave Robertson all he could handle 
And obviously, as Americans, we're, we're all going to kind of look at, at him, you know, if he can get the chance to play in a high-profile match like this to see how he does. But it, it, would, it would be a merit-based thing, kind of looking back on how that game evolved. Um, there was a lot of runs in behind. He was unlucky to be slightly offside for, um, you know, for a goal. I mean, I think there's just you know, a lot to like about his style against a kind of higher line of Liverpool, although they're defensively pretty sound. Um, I think he's he's one that I think we're all going to look for. But Kovacic was a stud in the in the Super Cup, and I, I hope that he also helps boss the midfield. Yeah, you know, look, I've got Liverpool players in my FPL, and they are not keeping clean sheets. So they the opportunity is there right now. Um predictions dan you've slotted yours right away so i'm going to go ahead and let you lead off with this then we'll go to nick then i will come in at the end yeah i mean chelsea are going to help avoid the apocalypse the end of days they're going to solve climate change and they're going to win 2-1 as long as ngolo Conte is healthy because uh he is a primary part of fixing the co2 problem as well yep yep he runs clean um i think the the thing I would look at is, you know, I think let's all assume that he's healthy and is going to play. I think we're back to a four-three-three um, if he does, and I also think uh, that we're going to end in a one-one draw. Um, and so I think as a result, and where we're at in the season, how we, you know, how this young team saw us to grow, that would be a pretty solid result. Obviously, I want us to win. But I've been wrong about a shit ton of stuff this year. So maybe I'll be wrong this time and we'll get the win, Brandon. Right. You know, I'm going 1-1 as well. And that's me being very optimistic. I, like, I don't think too many Chelsea fans are going into this match expecting a win. You know, I think a lot of fans would be happy with the draw. Probably expecting it not to go that well. And that's a part of the building project. If you're going to give two goals away at Sheffield, um, you know, haven't kept a clean sheet. There are some things that you just have to accept. And when you're playing, as we have to give them credit for, the European champions, they are undefeated this season. It's not going to be easy. And um, all we can hope is that Chelsea go toe-to-toe. We'll see Lampard make some tactical changes. It's just a good test for our young players to go out and um, you know compare themselves to one of the best teams in England. So this is probably a good litmus test for the top four, but it by no means is it definitive like it could be in other seasons. That's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Um, okay, well, the next match we are going to get into, we still have Grinsby and we still have Brighton. But real quick, Nick, um, as a part of us going to London, apologies, as a part of us going to London, um, we've got some really exciting, you know, stuff that we get to do with our partners. And I think it would be important for us to kind of shout them out and the, the help and support that they are giving us. For sure. Yeah. I mean, this, none of this is possible without your support as listeners and, and our, our sponsor support. So, uh, classic football shirts, uh, we are going to be doing a, a nice little video for them, uh, while we're over there, maybe investigating, some of the best Chelsea kits the last 25 years. I don't know. Maybe we're going to have a little fun with that. So that's one thing that we're going to be doing while we're there. Obviously, they just had their biggest sale of the year, uh, but they are still the best spot to go get um, Chelsea uh, merch that is not brand new, that you can go look at kind of some of the older stuff if you prefer it. So do that. Uh, Talisman caps, uh, code London Blue 10 still stands. So, um, you know, that's 10% off $35 or more. 
We're going to have another really cool contest coming soon that will involve some new merch from them, um, new Chelsea specific merch. And then we're also, you know, thinking about some some London is blue style stuff um, that could be really interesting with them. So stay tuned on that front. Just a little bit of a, um, a piece there. And then World Soccer Shop, we obviously have our contest in progress right now. You need to go uh, enter that bad boy uh, for a chance to win uh, one of Chelsea's three new 2019-2020 uh, kits. And then obviously you can go use the code LONDONPOD for 10% off. Just want to say thanks to all those guys for uh, for helping us do what we do. Okay, so next match on our agenda is the Grimsby Town match in the Carabao Cup. So I don't know anything about Grimsby Town. You're not a big Grimsby, Grimsby Town expert? Did Grimsby? you even watch Grimsby specialist. Town? Honestly... I don't know. But what we do know, right, is that this is an opportunity that comes in specifically the Carabao Cup to play the youth, essentially. Um, but to give a little context, Dan, where are Grimsby Town? What league do they play in? And are they any good? Well, uh, you know, if you've uh, ever listened to a Rewatchables podcast from The Ringer, they call it half-ass internet research. And uh, that's basically <laughs> what we did here. Uh, we pulled up some stuff from Wikipedia. So Grimsey Town Football Club is a professional football club based in Cleethropes, Northeast Lincolnshire, England, that competes in League Two, the fourth tier of the English Football League system, nicknamed the Mariners. The club was founded as Grimsby Pelham in 1878, changed its name to Grimsby Town a year later, and moved into its current stadium, Blundell Park, in 1898. They're the most successful of the three professional league clubs in the historic Lincolnshire. Being the only one to play top-flight English football is also the only club of the three to reach the FA Cup semifinal, doing so on two occasions. They also spent more time in the English first and second tiers than any other club from Lincolnshire. And Nick, we have actually played them um, in the last uh, 20 years or so. Yeah, I mean, quite a bit, actually. Um, there's a 96 match, there's an 84 match, there's an 83 match. It's been a little while, but um, this is, uh, for, for Chelsea, usually a cup competition type of opponent, obviously. We're not playing in the same division. Um, but to Brandon's point, the, the real emphasis, the reason that we're so excited to go to this match is because we will probably get to see, uh, you know, some of our younger studs get a, a real chance to play. And, uh, that's, that's really exciting. It's also really exciting to give some of our first teamers a little bit of a, a rest potentially. Right. So, you know, the, the amount of players that we, um, maybe we'll get to see, right? Should should be a little bit more exciting. I I'm expecting to see Mishi. I'm looking forward to see to see Mishi get some minutes. Um, hopefully this would be a good chance for some of the injury minute guys to get some competitive ones. Obviously, Reese James and Callum Hudson Adoy both played limited minutes in the uh, development squad this past week. So Nick, I guess who are you looking? forward to hopefully seeing in that Guernsey town match yeah i mean like the obvious ones callum you know i think callum is is a guy who still needs match time that's not premier league intensity and so this would provide him a really great chance um the other one is you know if he's back from injury would be billy gilmore um potentially coming into the side and we've already kind of seen him play so uh this is a really exciting uh chance to see some of these young studs um and you know i think 
you know, Dan, even Chelsea Youth mentioned a couple of U18s potentially having a chance in, in Matson and Andrin uh, to potentially make the squad, if not play. So could be real young. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be excited about. But look, I don't think anyone who is hyped on Reese James watched enough of Wigan play last season to be a specialist or an expert on him. Um, so I think getting a chance to see Reese play, getting him to see him potentially play with some uh, complement of first team players is the thing that I would be most looking forward to. You know, obviously, he did have a chance to play in a uh, PL2 match just recently as he's kind of you know rehabilitating himself at the moment. But I, you know, I think again, it's about tempering the appropriate expectation and making sure that we don't uh, overhype uh, someone. I think it's going to be nice to potentially have a rotational option at right back, but uh, it'll be nice to finally see the, uh, the mythical, the legendary Reese James in person, uh, Brandon. I don't think he's mythical at all. I think he's very, very real, and we will hopefully get to see him. <laughs> well, I'm talking about I'm talking about the the construct that the uh, social media it's has true. Kind of constructed has, has made him almost like a Herculean individual, and like he he has not kind of completed the twelve tasks yet. So we should maybe just uh, pause a little bit and pour just a a touch cool water on it. He, he yeah, I've never seen uh, a right back that can solve so many problems on his own but uh <laughs> it will be fantastic uh quick score predictions um obviously this is even more tricky than premier league match because you're not gonna have a full starting 11 they're not gonna have experience uh you don't really know what kind of you know is grimsy beginning to take it serious or they you know is this a distraction for them in their season um nick you've already thrown up some fingers so for the audio version of this podcast what uh what's your prediction three nil uh, Cruz, I think we'll have a couple at half, finish it off. I'm sure Mishi will score um, two or three of those. Dan? Yeah, I, when you make that many changes to a starting 11, I think the first thing that starts to slip is defensive solidity. So we will ship at least a goal. So I'm predicting a uh, 4-1 victory. I like it. I'm going to go 4-2 because I want it to be exciting. And who knows what that back line is going to look like. Um... All right, and wrapping it up from the match perspective is Brighton and Hove Albion. So as the men and Blazers probably say, we have to play Brighton and Hove this match. Yeah. Kind of like Trinidad fair. and Tobago. So we'll see how this goes. Um, obviously, Brighton barely hung on last season. Um, I wouldn't say they are absolutely killing it this season. Um, so look, I think if you kind of break up our matches... Liverpool, you're going to see premium football, you know, some of the best you get to go, highly competitive. Grimsby Town, you get to see extra premium football, a deep squad. Brighton, we're expecting a win. No one wants to cross the Atlantic and not see Chelsea win. This is the one we've earmarked is should absolutely be a win, Nick. And that's pretty much where I'm at on that. So Chelsea have played Brighton a handful of times um, throughout history. We have not lost to Brighton since 1933. So, I don't even remember that. Yeah, I mean, it was it was while Dan was still a young pup. But I mean, I think the, the point is, uh, from a talent standpoint, from a, a home atmosphere standpoint, we still haven't won a match at home yet. I mean, which is a little scary. So we gotta go. We gotta go crush this one, and uh, 
Yeah, I'm excited to see, you know, maybe a little bit of squad rotation come back in from from the Grimsby Town affair uh, and make sure that we are, are playing up to our level. I mean, Brighton's admittedly playing better so far than they were under Chris Hewton, Dan, so it might be a little tougher than than what we experienced last year. Yeah, I, I don't think their results uh, currently give me much hope that I think they'll put up a, a fight. I mean, they beat a... Uh, Looks like a championship-bound Watford at the moment. They drew level with West Ham. Southampton beat them, and Southampton do not look good at all so far this season. Obviously, they got whapped on the nose by City, and they drew to Burnley at home. So I I just I don't know what to anticipate from this match other than just a, a dominant victory. Um, given the way that we've worked this season, I don't expect a clean sheet either, but uh, um, I, I, I think... It would be foolish to project anything other than taking all three points, particularly at home and against a side that, you know, ideally is probably going to struggle this season to stay up and be amongst those teams in the 12 to to 20 slots. Yeah, I uh, definitely can agree with that. I think um, the fact that they're in 16th right now is probably a happy position for them because it's not 18th, 19th or 20th. Um, But there's also a lot of season left to go. So, yeah, I mean, I, again, I'm not I don't think any of us are predicting clean sheets for a while, <laughs> um, but we can predict the win with without a doubt. Um, OK, are you guys ready to um, take our audience down a, a little bit of a sneak peek? Oh, 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 actual score predictions, though. Yeah. What do you do that? Come on. No, do, you, you, you don't get off that easy. I'm we, not we know that we bothered suck at by it. it. If we could get out with, again, a 2-1 a victory, I'm fine. I'm happy. It's a long week. Three matches in six days, seven days. They're going to be tired. I think I think it'll be 3-1. Three, 3-1 one. Three, one, Chelsea. 4-1 Chelsea. <laughs> it's like a bidding war. It's like, he just prices right in me. He just yeah. went up by a, a goal like a dollar. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, yeah, like kind of as I alluded to, we, we've got something kind of special going on, Nick, that while we're there, not only are we just taking in matches as fans, not only are we just catching up with friends and sharing drinks and, you know, soaking up the culture of London, um, this is kind of an exciting first step for us. Indeed. Um, you, you guys know from our previous trips that these are business trips for us as much as they are pleasure. Uh, our goal is to always record uh, some exclusive content or some different types of you know content that we normally would just to give you a little bit of a different perspective. We know that you know our normal cadence is is pretty uninterrupted throughout the year except when we do these things. So um, this time we have something pretty special going on and um, we're we're going to detour a little bit from London, uh, although we love it so, uh, to go to uh, Munich, Germany for a day. And, and you might be asking, well, why Munich? I mean, only for a hundred reasons. Um, the first being that uh, I believe it's called, Dan, Oktoberfest. Is it? Can, did I get that right or... What's happening there? Yeah, typically we butcher names and pronunciations on this show, <laughs> but he's just uh, a plus effort there. Thank you. Um, and so th- they have some sort of beer thing going on that Brandon couldn't, you know, get us not to do. So um, he- he's trying beer for the first time, by the way. I'm really excited for him just to see how he likes it. Lies. Uh, <laughs> but we're, uh, yeah, we're excited to go to Oktoberfest. Obviously a bucket list item uh, for a lot of us. And it's something that we're just psyched to do. 
But while we're there, Dan, we're also going to do a little bit of content. We're going to make sure that we recap one of the greatest nights in Chelsea's history. Yeah, you know, just a little look behind the curtain. We're trying to put together some content around the historic Champions League run. And, you know, we also might see what happens if you wear some historic vintage 2011-2012 Chelsea kits in Munich, like a Czech or a Drogba or a Lampard, and gauge the reaction. So, yeah, we're, we're very much looking forward to it. I think we've got nothing but uh, thumbs up from people as it's a, a thing to go do and have a great time, Brandon, and uh, we're looking forward to, what, to it. Right. I've never been to Germany. Uh, I've never been to Authentic Oktoberfest. And just the fact that we can be um, right outside that stadium in Munich uh, during the greatest night of Chelsea's history is is really exciting that uh, the opportunity popped itself up. So, um, yeah, what a cool little thing that you guys brainstormed on your weekend together. <laughs> and uh, I'm excited to benefit from that. Yeah, Dan, Dan and I were in Seattle. I was visiting him for, for a weekend in August. And we were thinking about like, hey, what are some day trips that we could do? Maybe Scotland or, or Brussels, uh, Belgium. And, and then I was like, you know, uh, what, what, if, what if that was happening? And, and just the timing worked out. So in addition to that, uh, we're obviously hoping to get to align with our, our friends at the club and maybe get some, uh, some player content. We, we did that survey at the end of, of last season just so that we kind of see who you guys were most inter- interested in hearing from. So we'll see if that actually happens or not. We're, we never know until we get there pretty much uh, if that's going to be a thing. Uh, so we're just pumped and, and we're excited. And if you are in the vicinity uh, in England during this time period and want to meet up with us, we'd love to do that. Uh, we'll give you a sticker. We'll give you a hug. We'll buy you a beer, whatever, whatever you want. Uh, we'll make it happen because it's just it means the world to us that people actually care about what we do with this show. And um, we'd love to just say thanks. Right. So it'll be a first one for us, right? Well, actually, it'll be the second time we've gone without a group. Um, but that doesn't mean group trips are off the table. It's just it, the timing worked. It was an opportunity for us. Um, so we will be going back. And, you know, as you've heard from all the local fans, they're so excited with the energy and the positivity around the club right now and the momentum. So uh, it was just too hard for us not to to take in. So um, we're going to do just that. So anyways, um, ton of awesome content's going to be coming from us from London. As always, you can find it on our social media profiles. Uh, keep an eye on the YouTube channel. Keep an eye on uh, your podcast apps as well because it's going to be, as always, a great time. So, um, yeah, until next time, Chelsea fans, we'll be in London. Keep the blue flag flying high. Deuces.